0: Everybody and welcome back to Burke's Corona Cast. On this episode, I will be interviewing Amos Lee. This is episode 11. I'm your host, Burke Greenfield, and I hope you love this episode. This is Burke's Corona Cast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Burke's Corona Cast. Um, on this episode, I will be interviewing musician and awesome idol of mine, um, Amos Lee. Hey, Amos. <laughs> What up, Burke? Not much, actually. I'm just gonna ask you a couple, and hopefully, uh, you can answer them.
1: I will do my (laughs) darndest. Um, the first ten,
0: the first ten, um, questions are personalized to you, and the last two I ask, um, everybody that I oh I know I'm a
1: big fan of the Corona cast I've listened to everyone except for Wyatt
0: thank you uh that one was it was a tryout on you know
1: some things
0: yeah well
1: my my favorite was was Coco of
0: course (laughs) um I love that one also so good um and apparently you've listened to it so many times it's at the top of the chart. Um so <laughs> who is you are ready are you ready for the um question? I'm, I'm
1: very ready. Although I did just take some cookies out of the oven and I'm baking some chocolate chip and peanut butter chip cookies and they look very good.
0: That sounds awesome. Check <laughs> me a photo. I will. Um So, number one, what is your outlook, like, what's your outlook on COVID? How do you think things have gotten better or worse? Ooh,
1: well, um, they sure haven't gotten much better um, because it's July as we record this and states are still kind of going back into (laughs) shutdown times, which is ridiculous. I mean, look, man, it's just, it's pretty simple. We're just not doing the things we're supposed to do. Um, I just hope, I hope you guys can go back to school. I hope you, I hope you can go back to school in the fall. That's like. Probably are. uh, Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, like, let me, can I ask you a question? Is that fine?
0: Yeah. Like, like
1: if you didn't, if you don't go back to school in the fall, will you be bummed out about that?
0: yeah I actually that,
1: yeah, yeah it's a drag. I just hope you guys can go back to school, but as far as if things have gotten better or worse, uh worse
0: <laughs> interesting, yeah, very interesting um so like I heard in France, people are going back to school mm-hmm. um because I have friends in France, huh. and um um, I envy them. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I really envy them. Um, because being a crisis can kind of be, um. when you are living alone, it can kind of be overwhelming because you don't have many people, if that makes sense. Like, literally, you have your family, which I love, but sometimes I need to be with friends. You know what I mean?
1: Totally. And, and you know, you, you grew up, every, you know, since you were five or four or whatever, like going to school every year and just getting used to the rhythm of that. And all of a sudden it's like, you can't. And that has to be crazy.
0: Yeah. I remember the first day of kindergarten. I was, I was pumped.
1: (laughs) You're like, you're like a, I love school guy, right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, and your parent, I have to say, Your parents have really worked hard to put you in great schools your whole life. And you've responded by being, you're such a great kid. And I know you say like, I'm your idol, but like, I really admire you too, because I think you are just showing all of the great signs of being an awesome person. And I really hope that you can go back to school and get back in the rhythm of being around people because I know you're so social.
0: Um, first of all, thanks for the social compliment and, um, yeah, I hope I can get back to school also. Yeah. Um, so for question number two, um, how have your Insta- live Instagram sessions helped you in any way? Like, um, your friends seem to love it. Yeah.
1: Well, you've, you've watched a few, right?
0: Yes. Cool. Definitely. Um,
1: you know, it's, it's, it's fun in its own way. Like I love to play music for people. And it, like the actual like playing of music doesn't change that much for me, even though I'm in my kitchen, and people are listening to it in their kitchens. Like the the actual like spirit of what I'm trying to do isn't that much different. Um, but like like I guess like s- sort of the thing we were just talking about is the social element is removed, so. You don't get to like feel the energy of the people and you don't get to be in another city and experience the way that you love. I fall in love with cities. There are so many places I love to go now, especially during the summer. I can't do that. Um, But the Instagram live thing and connecting with people is probably like it is for you, which is like it's cool, but it also makes me really miss the actual human interaction part of things
0: (laughs) yeah and i mean like also while you love being in concerts and i love being at concerts and everyone loves being at concerts um i'm really short so i really like the fact that there isn't anybody um Around me when I'm trying when I'm like trying to focus in on the concert and the music. And I, actu- you know I actually I actually
1: mean? understand that in a weird way. If if you are able to focus while at home, it's kind of a special experience because it's like having a personal concert with somebody. And especially if you're short.
0: Especially if you're <laughs> short. Yeah. Um. So, onto question three. Do you have more? F- free time than usual or is it about the same because like has COVID altered your free time or no?
1: Well, hmm, Burke, this is an interesting question because I always have a lot of free time, which is kind of a way that I I like it because I write and I love to write. And like basically like the there's a bunch of theories about art and about writing. And one of them is that you just have to be available to the muse whenever the muse comes. And some people think that you have to be working all the time. I am not, I'm not one of those people. I'm one of the people that just kind of waits. And when I pick up a guitar, maybe a song comes on a Monday, maybe it comes on a Friday, maybe it doesn't come for three weeks, but to me, free time really means just being available to the songs as they come and waiting for them. Like, that's what I feel like my job is. It's sort of like um, being a dream catcher. So, yeah, I have lots of free time, but the last 10 or 15 years of my life, other than when I'm on the road, because I don't have any kids and I generally spend a lot of time alone anyway, it hasn't changed that much for me, honestly.
0: Words of wisdom, people.
1: Words of wisdom, (laughs) people.
0: Words of a stuff, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now on to question number four. If you're ready for it, I am it. ready for have, it. Have you been um listening to more music than usual? Um, therefore, like kind of becoming more inspired to write more, or no?
1: I've been listening to a lot more podcasts. Um, like basically, what I do, even when it's not quarantine, like I'm a weird subject. in in this kind of questioning because I spend a lot of time alone anyway. And I walk, like what I do is I walk. I just walk around and I listen to stuff. So, but over the last month or so, especially with the way the world has, the quote unquote world has changed so much and all of the social issues with Black Lives Matter and COVID-19 and the way that society has just unilaterally transformed. And that's a big, yeah. greasy word, but how how society has changed so much over the last three months. It's just a fascinating, crazy time to be alive. And I'm just taking it all in. I'm trying to take it all in and listen to a lot of different perspectives. And like your Corona cast, And a lot of other podcasts are just really kind of making the time feel a little bit less um, alone for me because I'm learning. Honestly, Burke, I'm learning so much right now. It's kind of wild. Um, I'm taking a couple, like, online courses. I mean, I'm not really – I'm taking courses the way I like to, which is I listen to the lectures and I don't do anything
0: else. (laughs) Yeah, well, despite the fact that I seem to talk twenty four seven, yeah, um, I actually do like listening to pod other podcasts and seeing and checking out other things. Um, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, what do you listen to?
0: <laughs> Locked on NBA. Really? Mm, yeah. Um, wow. But th- there's this podcast that I listen to. Um, that is, um, sorry. There's a podcast that I listen to on this called whisper something. I can't remember his full name. Um but it's a really soothing podcast oh, cool. and while while it teaches you stuff, the dude whispers it and it really makes you like sleepy. Oh that's so,
1: interesting.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a double whammy. So like you're learning about um uh, I don't know, Samuel Jacks actor while mm-hmm. falling asleep.
1: So you like the way that it sounds? yeah yeah that's interesting so like can i ask like so when you listen to that um do you feel any sensations like does your body feel any different when you listen to that or is it just very relaxing like do you feel like
0: Um, like sometimes when i listen to someone
1: whisper like my eye will twitch or like i'll feel like someone's rubbing my head
0: yeah sometimes i'll like for some reason have this like shiver run down my body or yeah something.
1: that's really interesting burke yeah that's pretty cool
0: yeah uh, but i love listening to those things um so um for number five have you been listening to different kinds of music since covid um different taste since covid
1: no not really um i i just kind of listen to i mean i'm all over the place all the time although i have to say this is sort of This is sort of a little different. Um, So I've been taking part in these Zooms with this. um, There's this guy named Richard and his daughter who are putting these Zooms on. And they have musical guests. And whenever they have a musical guest on, I do these super deep dives into their whole catalog. So in that way, I guess I have. like, um, He has, like, I'm a big R&B, like, old school r&b like 30 years before you were born kind of stuff and um R&D. no no like you wouldn't even know who these people are one day i'll teach you one day i'll teach Sorry. you um but like l debarge or jeffrey osborne i know you don't know who they are but i'll one day will when you're older and you're like cool i want to learn about this stuff i'll, I'll teach you some of these people. Um, But I've just gone way into their catalogs and listened to every single song and really learned a lot about them. And I like to learn about the artist's life, and about the way that their music came to them, and the struggles maybe they've gone through and their successes, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so in that way, I guess I have listened to some different stuff.
0: Um, yeah, I actually watched uh, uh Richard White Zoom with um my dad actually once. Uh it was the Hamilton Andre on, on Day, I believe. Oh cool. I her name. Um but <laughs> my mom my mom only wanted me listening to the music stuff because we were with our cousins. So it was um it was a quarantine thing, so we were away from each other, but it was still a fun time yeah
1: yeah it's fun it's it's interesting and it's all we got right now you know we can't really go out anywhere and go to a show
0: yeah um yeah i really liked listening to that um on to question six how have you been getting exercise um because you know i just wondering
1: yeah so a i walk a ton every day i probably walk like I don't know, eight miles a day. Um, I like to do what they call bilateral thinking, which is when you're walking, it's because I have ADD kind of bad. A lot of times with ADD people, when you're doing something physical while you're listening, or while you're trying to learn something, it helps stimulate your brain in a different way. So I really like to walk and listen to stuff. It helps me pay attention better. so I've been doing that and I've been doing yoga.
0: Yeah, I mean oh, yo yoga, yes. I've been doing meditation um which like I listen to a YouTube video of a person um talking smooth it, and it's like a kids meditation thing. So um it's called peace out. It's really 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 soothing.
1: And are you doing pilates too?
0: Yeah, I actually am.
1: <laughs> That's pretty rad, man. That's pretty rad. I I love that. Every, I mean, every
0: yeah, every, every day. No, not every day. Um, only when the person who does these Instagram live stories, um, posts that her live story, um, on IGTV or something. But um, every every time I walk, like every we do it in the basement, and every time I walk up from the basement, my legs are killing me. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not just they're really hurting. It's great. Um, and you say you walk a lot. Um, well, yeah, and you listen to music while you do it.
1: I either listen to music. Like today, I listen to mostly music. Um,
0: my dad mostly listens to calls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to calls. I listen to like I either listen to like online weird classes like I've been taking this or I've been listening to this like really cool um, online two online classes one about African-American history and one about the civil right uh, about the civil war and um, they're just so good and they're so amazing Um, but I love to listen to music and I love to listen to podcasts so I'm like I'm pretty content with that honestly it's like There are so many super talented people that are doing such amazing things right now that like, I don't feel at all bored ever.
0: Uh, You're very lucky then because um, a lot of people I know have gotten pretty bored. So that's pretty lucky. The fact that you never really get bored,
1: never bored. I don't, I, I can't remember one time since this thing started where I felt bored ever.
0: Okay, yeah. That's actually really, really, really lucky. Um, so you, earlier you said you were cooking and baking, right?
1: I am making some cookies, my brother.
0: So uh, th- that links to the seventh question. What are you doing to pass time?
1: <laughs> well, time passes on its own, um, but while it while time passes, I am. Just doing the stuff, man. You know, like I'm baking cookies. My mom my mom is trying to talk me into starting up a cookie business because she's addicted to the cookies that I make.
0: I can help out.
1: <laughs> I should send you guys. So I will send you some, actually. Ooh. I'll try to mail you some. Um, I know you're not get, probably getting your Ponzios boxes anymore.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. But, um, I was
0: about to say, better than Tony cookies.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they're better than Tony cookies, but they're they're different. Let's just say that they're different. I love
0: like uh, homemade cookies.
1: Yeah, these are good. These are good. You'll like these, and they're gluten free, which your your dad will like.
0: Dad will go
1: crazy uh, about that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I uh, I don't know. Um, I've been I've been writing a lot of songs actually. Um, which isn't that abnormal for me. Um, honestly, man, my life hasn't changed that much. It really hasn't, which says more about my life than it does <laughs> about COVID nineteen. Honestly, like, like this winter when I when I was making an album, I was living the same life that I'm living right now. It wasn't that different. It just there was less suffering in the world, which was better.
0: Definitely. Much better. Um, (laughs) So, for number eight, um, how has your family been doing through this? Um, Because you said your mom wanted to, like, make you set up a um, cookie business.
1: Yeah, um, they're doing okay. I think everybody is sort of in the same boat with this, which is we're all just adapting. We're trying to do our best while we are just living through one of the weirdest times in human history um they're doing okay um she the the saddest part and i think you probably feel this too is that she doesn't really get to see any kids now and she loves kids like my mom is so good with kids and she loves kids and she doesn't really get to hang out with them as much anymore so that's one real big downside is that like the generations aren't interacting as much as they were pre-COVID. That's probably like one of the one of the top five worst things that's happened in COVID is that the the generations aren't allowed or most of the folks in generations aren't really interacting as much. Um, but overall they're doing okay. You know, they're just doing their thing. Y- you, you know, they're just trying to do their best. Um, I've been checking in on them and other than that, Burke, honestly, man, it's like it's it's just been pretty normal. <laughs> Weirdly, thank God, because you know, I'm just trying to make them wear their masks and, you know, stay out of the stores and it's tough, you know? It's tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, my grandfather, um, I talked to him for like how long? An hour maybe today. Wow. When I once I hung up, my mom was like Thank you for talking to him for that long. He really needs to be
1: engaged. Wow. How was so, that? Was that fun to do?
0: Yeah. Wow. About a lot of stuff I've been doing. That's so, so um, great. Thank you.
1: I'd love to hear that.
0: But it, it actually was fun. For, like, it was fun for me because I tend to talk a lot. And, um, <laughs> okay. I have someone that I'm, like, a lot, la- like... You're I, a- <laughs> Other so people don't mind that I'm like talking and talking and talking and talking
1: really uh, you can, yeah, you can call and talk to me anytime, buddy thank you yeah. um
0: I'll take that uh, um before you before you say sure um you might wanna
1: <laughs> <laughs> check with your mom and dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably uh... um but yeah, thanks um and then speaking of like kids um it's really special what you do for kids with the melodic caring project and musicians on call um do you want to touch on this on this process and how important this interaction is especially now
1: Mm, great question you're doing so you're you're, you have done such a great job with your podcast and you're getting better and better every week so proud of you um you're welcome um well you know these these kids they've been living in quarantine with kind of a much harder um, fight than than even we have and music as you know because you're such a music lover music Mm -hmm. is such a bridge and it's not just a bridge to like people in a show it's a bridge to just everyone and we all feel that connection. So the Melodic Caring Project, I will explain a little bit about what they do to your listeners. They are an organization that links up musicians to kids who are in quarantine because of generally very serious illnesses. So they're not well enough to leave their rooms. So this whole thing of quarantine that we've been going through these kids have been living in these, in and out of these states for the for their entire lives. So they're no stranger to what this is. And so this organization essentially offers us a bridge through technology to be able to play concerts for them in their hospital rooms. So like before Zoom was a thing and before Instagram Live was really popular, like, um, Melodic Caring Project was set up a platform so that we could play for these kids in their rooms and their families. And also there was a chat room for them to talk with their friends and stuff, because you know, when you're a kid, if you're a kid, right, and you get sick and you're not in class anymore and your friends were all like, hey, where did Susie go, you know, Um now it's a time for them to reach out and say, hey, we've been missing you. We've been thinking about you. And we, you know, we can't wait for your back to be back in school with us. And uh, it's just been awesome. I've met some of the most beautiful people that I've ever met in my life through that organization because they're all going through a struggle and they're just super connected to their emotions and to music. And that's all that a musician can really
0: ask for. Yeah. I mean, I watched one of your melodic, uh, carrying. Uh, sorry, one of your musician on call things. Um, and the one where you're saying, uh, "How far I'll go." But I'm in, oh yeah, I love that. I
1: love that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Moana, dude.
0: So the 11 and 12th ones, like I said, you know the drill. Um, they're the same as the rest. Um, number 11. Uh, if you knew coronavirus was coming, what would you do?
1: Well as you know i'm a big fan of the podcast and i've listened to this question mm-hmm. before and i've thought about my response and there are just so many layers to it because on one hand i want to tell everyone that they're in danger and that i, I that i don't want them to be in danger so you want to tell whoever you'll tell it will listen to you that hey there's a problem and this has happened before and here are the things we can do to to sort of slow it down the other thing yeah. i would want the other thing i would want to do is just get all of my family and friends and pool pull, pull all of our money together and get on a plane and go to some like super secluded super chill place and we can all just hang out and make food and play music and chill and hang out so like you and your family and all of my family and some of my friends and then just wait this thing out and then just come back you know in like a year and be like hey what's up everybody we got some sun and fun.
0: COVID paradise.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, The 12th one this is You've heard it. The flip. Um, If you uh, had no knowledge of it and someone came up and told you this was coming, what would you say?
1: Well, I sort of have a little bit of perspective on this because people were telling us in like January and February and nobody was really listening. And... The alarms were not really sounding in the proper ways that they should have been sounding. Like I was on tour in March and frankly, and I'll just be totally honest here. I wasn't I mean, I'm always kind of careful, but I wasn't like alarmist about it. And this was in March. I was getting on planes and flying to places to go play concerts for large numbers of people and so i have to i have to kind of take my own personal responsibility and say i don't think that american people have ever really taken this kind of thing seriously before and that's why we're kind of seeing how hard it is for us to adapt and how hard it for us to accept that these are the things we really have to do right now to help each other And that's kind of like my message is like, I just wanna help the people around me. And even if it's like someone who lives in a very faraway country, if I wear a mask, if I wash my hands, maybe I don't pass it along to someone who passes it along to someone who passes it along. And it's like the butterfly effect. If I do my thing and my intentions are good for the world, then it only can be better. And so that's sort of the way that I would approach it. I would just say, cool, thank you for that information. I really appreciate it. Let me do my part.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I I would totally agree with that and listen to them. But you see, a lot of people wouldn't because they wouldn't, like you said, they wouldn't really, they were still in March um, on planes and everything my aunt if you've listened to episode 9 um she was still on planes in march and um while they were using wipes they were still right next to each other
1: yeah we didn't really know what was we didn't really it's not that i think that it's just like we didn't understand what was really happening and um i was, i did listen to that episode and i was like and i know that your your mom and your 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 aunt are super careful people and obviously like you know your mom's huge with the thieves stuff and even your dad is kind of like very cautious about germs but (laughs) we didn't understand because the world hasn't really seen anything like this burke in like a hundred years
0: since SARS.
1: no not even honestly before that like i think the last time something this kind of wild happened was in 1918, like something kind of like this happened in 2002. And then I think it happened again in 2009, but nothing like this. This is a totally different thing because it's so kind of all over the place. Like some people get sick, some people don't, some people have symptoms, some people don't. So it's really weird. And I don't think anybody really knew that honestly, in March. I don't think they really knew it in February. And it's the thing that's so such a bummer really is that nobody is really like together in our country about this. Like if you go to Florida or Texas or Arizona or wherever, they might be like, nah, we don't really care. But you and I care. And... (laughs) um so it's just interesting so so yeah she was being careful i was being careful but we didn't know we didn't properly understand we weren't given good information and also we weren't really that receptive to it either so (laughs) there's a lot of stuff happening
0: yeah um i fully agree um and on that note, um, thank you a lot for answering all these questions. Um, I hope you enjoyed answering them, and I hope I didn't talk too much.
1: You never talk too much. You're, you're a journalist. You should, be, you should be just following your instincts and, and doing what you feel in your heart. That's what I think.
0: Okay. Thank you for that advice. <laughs> but,
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Thanks for answering all these questions. Um, Everybody, Amos Lee. Absolutely.
1: Great job, Berkey. Bye. Thank you.
0: And there you have it, everybody. That was me interviewing Amos Lee. And, wow, that was a lot of fun. Um, I hope you'll stick around for more episodes, and if you have not listened to all of them, the rest of my episodes, check them out, too. Um, I hope you like this podcast. Um, I'm your host, Burke Greenfield, and this is Burke's Corona Cast.